dancing was not really something that anybody would really expect from me. So I felt it kind of as like a, a, a challenge, something new to try, something to broaden my horizon a little bit. And I fell in love with dance right then. Welcome to Unique Careers, Unique Lives. This is a show and I'm on a quest. A quest to find how people get unstuck and create unique careers, unique lives. Every week I interview a guest to find their answer. Will you join me? Let's begin! episode my guest is Simon Yendrian or I call him Simon. I met Simon in writing in community group and I loved his story. He discovered his passion and he combined his passion with his work which he studied and continued doing after his studies. I hope you enjoy this episode and talk to you in the end. Uh, yeah, I'm Simon. I live in Germany. I, my background is actually in IT. I studied business information systems and business mathematics in university. And now I started a couple of IT companies. But my main passion is about dance. I try to use as much of my time as I can to dance. So I'm always kind of finding the balance between dancing, expressing myself with this kind of art, but also doing my IT work, my professional work, my work life and what I want to accomplish in my kind of career. That's great. I read your website or your blog a bit about yourself and I love how you describe yourself. You said on your blog, I'm a geeky dancer loving to travel, trying to find my place in this world. I think it's such a fantastic way to describe yourself. It's so like really how you feel uh, bringing your passions together. And at the same time, there is an openness to it. Like I am still open to discover uh, where I am in this world and how I belong. And I was curious about this discovery of your passion. Uh, How did you discover that dance was your passion? Uh, it all happened while I was an exchange student in Korea. Before going to Korea, I was always very focused on my studies. I tried to do as many lectures as I could. I tried to go as fast as I could, do as m- many different things, especially for my studies. And then when I came to Korea, they had a limit. The exchange students were only allowed to have a certain amount of credits each semester. So there would be this kind of cultural exchange. You could meet new people. It was more about getting to know people from a different culture rather than just focusing on your studies. So in Korea, they have this kind of culture of a lot of university clubs. They have a club for basically any kind of hobby you can imagine. And they also had a street dance club. So I saw the street dance club do like they had a booth on campus that I walked past a couple of times. And one day I just decided, oh, I want to, I want to try something new. I want to 
uh, figure it out, especially because I felt like dancing was not really something that anybody would really expect from me. So I felt it kind of as like a, a, a challenge, something new to try, something to broaden my horizon a little bit. And I fell in love with dance right then. I went to the university club first and then some of the people from the university club, they took me to different practice. I went to dance schools, went here and there to different competitions, events, parties, just like the, the whole gamma of different dance experiences. And then when I came back to Germany, I wanted to keep going. So it was kind of a challenge that you put to yourself because it was so different than what people would expect from you. How was it when you tried it for the first time? For the first time, it was really difficult, especially my first experience. I think there was a little bit of problems with translating. The people there, they thought that I was already a kind of professional dancer, that I already had been dancing for a few years. So they took me to a very professional uh, practice with like a team, everybody dancing for already a couple of years, a very professional dancer. And the first thing they did, they always had this kind of exchange session. It wasn't really a lesson or something. It was more of, oh yeah, you should show what you can do. And I had never danced before. That was really my first experience with dance, this kind of just being thrown into the cold water. What did you do when you were to show your dance moves? <laughs> I basically danced like I would maybe dance in a club or, you know, try to imitate something I saw in videos. I remembered like people, you know, sometimes at parties show you like a move or two, something like this. So I just tried to do these kind of moves. But it's amazing that you didn't get disappointed or it was like a total shock for you and you never went back. It was, you kept on going. What, how did you turn this surprising beginning to something that um, you love doing? I think in the beginning, I was very disappointed and I was very, uh, I don't know if I would say discouraged, But definitely the person who brought me to the practice on the way back home, he definitely told me like, oh, I thought you danced a little bit more. He told me, oh, I, I think there was some kind of misunderstanding. And I definitely felt like, oh, I would probably not dance with these guys again because they are so much more advanced, right? I, I felt like I would have to start kind of from the beginning. But apparently a lot of the guys there liked me and I think they uh, didn't mind that I wasn't as good or that I was a beginner. And I think especially because I, I tried to challenge myself, I tried to do it. And uh, in the end, I think it was not really about skill. It was more like, okay, we all share in this together. It's something you know, that everybody has to go through. So I was able to go practice with them again and do it again, get to know them better, become friends. 
it was some effort from your side it is when did you feel that yes that that's my thing now i don't know if there was this kind of point where i knew like oh i'm a dancer it happened kind of gradually right from the beginning i maybe practiced once per week and then a friend of mine told me oh some dance school has like a introductory class that you can take for free you can try it one time so we went together right just try this kind of a different style try something new especially if it's for free it's easy and then somebody else asked oh do you want to go to a an event so I just you know I went from one practice per week to maybe two times of practice per week to three four then four times and a competition every weekend and it just happened kind of naturally I can't really say like oh this was the moment how long did it uh, take you to come to that level of going in the competitions and making it your passion uh, I think taking part in a competition happened relatively quickly, especially because I always practiced with these guys who were all about just jamming together. Uh, you know, everybody has to show their dance freestyle in the circle. That was always part of me right from the beginning. So I didn't have this kind of feeling of, oh, I do class. And now if I want to go into a competition, it's something completely different. So that was natural. And I feel there was no pressure and you were just interested and it was available. It gave you also the option to socialize with other people. And um, this was in Korea, right? You were also practicing Korean yeah okay okay so there was an additional challenge yes so i i feel that uh, it's also about your curiosity and openness that you just wanted to try things out and it was interesting and you kept going i also read that while you were in the high school you were already attending uh university tell me about that uh yeah i was always a good student in school i had a good relationship especially with my math teacher and he wanted to further push and support me so while i was still in high school he uh he had this kind of program of taking high school students and letting them take university courses already to earn some credits and to already um yeah, get some experience, already do some of the exams. So you ha can have a little bit of a head start for people who are able to uh, do it. I thought that connects to your curiosity that you are open to just challenge yourself to the next level and go to, because you're interested in maths. Okay, what else is in maths? And uh, take classes from university. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think uh, the person who gave me that push was really my math teacher basically he also taught classes at university so there was this kind of connection he did the high school math classes but also did some stuff for the university so the first step for me was always oh i take his classes in university as well because it was 
the easiest. He already knew me. It was very clear. Oh yeah, you're a high school student. But then from there, after I take, took a few of his classes, I also looked further into like, oh, what kind of business courses can I maybe take? Or are there some other math classes I can take as well? What motivated you to take business classes or the other classes you chose at the university? Uh, I think most of the stuff just curiosity. I always looked at like the schedule of what classes were available. And then I think it was always a combination of, oh, what actually works with the time? Because I still had to go to high school, obviously. I cannot just take like a class in the morning and miss school. So the first thing was always look for the classes that actually work with my schedule and then see what sounds interesting. You attributed to your teacher uh, mostly that he pushed in the beginning. And I read that you were into computer games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still a choice that you make because you can spend, you could spend all your time apart from school to play games and you didn't have to go and study more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, but you made a choice to go and do that. So it still takes something in you that uh, made you follow this. Yeah, uh, I think I still played video games even after going to university. It was just school, university, and then video games afterwards. There's a certain, I think, um, a balance that you are establishing, you're able to establish because I was also thinking now that you have your uh, passion as dancing, um, how do you put yourself into work and dedicate your time in a meaningful way that is allowing you to work, but at the same time to dance as much as you want? I think the most important part for me is because I'm in IT, I have a lot of flexibility. Just naturally, I'm allowed, able to work from home. I just need a computer. I don't really need to meet a lot of people for my work. I can do most of my work alone. And also the work in IT is highly valued. So the money I can take for my work is relatively high in comparison to maybe some other work. So I was able to find a way to do kind of freelance work on my own terms. I can make enough money, even if I only work uh, half time and I'm able to do my work on the day at the time that I think is right for me. So that's, that really allowed me to split the time with dancing and with my other hobbies as well as I can. Was your job uh, work uh, a conscious decision after having discovered dance as your passion? After I came back to Germany, actually, the first thing I did was uh, I created a company with uh, an acquaintance of mine. So it wasn't really uh, freelance work, but we made our own product that we sell. It's uh, more like a software as a service company so it's not really work for money we develop the program and if people want to use the program they 
pay us monthly. So that was kind of the first thing I did because I felt like I wanted to work for myself, have my own control. And I had this business partner who was doing more sales, marketing, this kind of stuff. And uh, that kind of company, it's still going right now. It's profitable, but I think both of us, we kind of uh, also found like different focuses. So there was this opportunity to do some freelance work for really a good wage. So I also took that opportunity so that I have more stability definitely in my income. Yeah, that's wonderful. And also founding your own company after coming from Korea. That's also super interesting. What, what was the idea that pushed you to, to start this? It was the idea of my acquaintance. He had the idea. I was actually still in university. So for me, it was more like, oh yeah, my main focus is my studies. But if I can already build something and make something while I'm still in university, I have this kind of option. And it was really low risk, right? I didn't need to earn a lot of money. I get still to my studies. And if the company works out, I have something already for after I'm finished with university. And if I notice after university that the company is not doing so well, I can still find a different job. I think you are very good to see possibilities and work with opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> that's my feeling. That that's so good for life. Uh, Thank I, you. I think it's a it's a great life skill. That okay. Well, now there is this. Let's do this, and we will see later how it evolves. So that, that's a fantastic attitude, in my opinion, towards life. And right now you are balancing, you said half of the time you spend for your dance, half of the time you spend for uh, IT. I know that you also found some ways of mixing these two together. Tell about that. Yes. Uh, right now, actually last year, I created a company for the dance scene to do some IT stuff, IT systems to support dancers, to support the dance scene. It all started already some time before that. The initial idea was just to create like a page where people can find dance events, dance classes, some kind of organizing, because I felt that especially for new people who wanted to get into the dance scene, it was difficult to find competitions, to find events, to find the classes, that people might want to take. And also for a lot of organizers, it was difficult to reach the people they wanted to reach. So I wanted to build like a place where the organizers can advertise their events and people who are interested in events can find the events easily. So last year it started to uh, shift a little bit. Uh, the original idea still exists with finding events. But then last year, I also added some new tools for organizers that they can use at their events. The main product that I sell right now is kind of a system that allows the organizers to do all the judging digitally. So the judges have a mobile phone and they can give the points with an app 
and in the back of the stage there's a screen that shows who is dancing right now who got how many points who passed the first round who is battling against who stuff like this so right now i want to go more in this kind of direction to build tools that make organizing events easier such a great story it's like you are really in a niche uh in a dance it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how many uh, dancers are out there that are uh, seeing these possibilities or how many um software developers are out there knowing the dance scene so i think you are you know offering services in a very valuable area that you are able to recognize for yourself so that's that's really a nice uh, inspiration for any any multi-passionate people that they can also mix their passions and um, things that they know together and offer different alternatives and see different ways of work that's that's so great so i started this podcast actually in the beginning to understand how people make their career choices and get unstuck because i was in a place that i felt stuck and i didn't know what i could do next did you during this process founding your company or having discovered your passion going back to work or mixing this together have you had any moments where you felt stuck i don't think i have like a single moment where i felt like completely stuck but i think in the different areas of my life it's always like some things are going better some things are going worse i think especially in my dance there's always this kind of uh push I want to improve myself I want to do well in competitions and I feel like uh, with my dance I can dance well definitely for like a party but I would do like to do much better in a competition sense and I think I'm still like a little bit tense on the stage getting judged by people and like not only figuratively but literally people are sitting there judging your dancing I think that's uh, still very much a challenge for me and I want to do better with that and I think there's always this kind of up and down where you feel like oh I did really well in a competition and then maybe next competition you go to you feel like you went backwards like you did really poorly nothing is going well you're not improving this kind of feeling And I think for my businesses, the stuff I always get stuck with is kind of the marketing, the uh, showing my work is kind of a challenge because I'm much better at IT. I don't have a problem programming some kind of new function, but then I need to go out and show people, sell people on what I've built in the end i still need the the users and customers people who pay me so that's kind of the challenges i'm dealing with Mm. and how do you keep moving forward most of the time i think i need to remind myself that it's just like one step at a time if i put in the work every day then things will improve 
I mean, I can make like a really big plan and then just go one step at a time. That means you are not stuck, Simon. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so there's always one step you're taking. <laughs> so um, I'm curious also about the future. What are you excited about? Right now, I'm still waiting for events to start again. And right now, I'm just excited to be improving myself, to work on different things, to do like the kind of maintenance work that I maybe wouldn't have time for otherwise. And then I'm just excited to get back to work, to see new events coming up and then work together with them to see what else I can build for them. I hope that will be available very soon. <laughs> For you or us. <laughs> <laughs> so how how can we or anyone who might listen this uh, support you? If anybody is interested, if anybody has any advice, suggestions, whatever, uh, people can always reach out to me. Right now, I'm just building. Obviously, if some dance organizer is listening to this and they want to use my system, definitely, that would be great. All right, so thank you very much, Simon, for taking the time. I'm really happy that you shared with me the story. I found it very inspiring, the way that you mixed dance with um, IT and how you challenged yourself and found that dance was your passion. Who knew? <laughs> and who knew what other new discoveries that you will make going through life as this um, person you are open and uh, seeing opportunities and staying curious so it was a pleasure to have met you in the writing community and i'm looking forward to all the things that you will create thank you i hope you enjoyed this episode what i took away from talking with simon is that there is always a possibility to combine what we love doing and what we do as work And if we can combine them, we can create new opportunities for ourselves. I think the prerequisite for us is to be open, to take one step at a time, as Simon put it. And of course, be curious, because life is delicious when we live it with curiosity and openness for what is to come. So that's what I wish for you. I wish you enjoy your life going forward with curiosity and openness for what it's going to show you. If you would like to read the notes of this episode, remember, you can find it on uniquecareersuniquelives.com. uniquecareersuniquelives.com. Talk to you in the next episode.